All right, so we'll just hit record there. All right, so we're gonna go through the top five tips, really simple things that you can do to get better results without any extra work, okay? Because if it was just down to hard work, we'd all be superstars in every aspect of life. Uh, but sometimes we need a strategy as well, right? So, uh, we're gonna be talking about that today. Some of these things you might think, oh, I already know that, that's great. There'll be other things that you think, wow, I could do that today, okay? And the whole point of this uh, workshop is for everyone to walk away with one, two, three, or 12 things that they can implement. If you get 12 things out of five, you're doing really well. And it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Sounds good? Yes. Sounds good? Yep. Yes. Okay, so when we do a workshop, we need 100% what? Participation. Participate what? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, guys. You're on fire today. Good job. Okay, so the first thing, the first thing is, and it's going to be interactive, which means I'm going to ask you questions, because I actually don't know any of this stuff. I'm going to see if you guys know it, okay? The first thing is we need to control our insulin. Who can tell me? And I'll give you some strategies in a second how to do that, but what is insulin? Who knows what it is? Don't know? No? It's a hormone? Yes, it's a hormone. What does it do? Controls your blood sugar. Yes. Someone's been listening on our academy webinar. Nice work. Alright, so it controls your blood sugar. So basically, um, you eat some carbohydrates, you eat the protein bread over there, you eat uh, your orange or your whatever that fruit is. I don't know if you've seen that one before. <laughs> candy melon. Huh? Candy melon. Candy melon. If you're eating your candy melon, I'm sure it's got sugar in it. All right? So, it's got sugar in it. You're, now, um, you get a bunch of glucose, which is sugar, so your body breaks it down, goes into the bloodstream, it's called blood glucose, or what we call blood sugar. Everyone's heard of that before? Okay. So what happens when your body produces the, or has the blood sugar in your bloodstream? It produces insulin. Okay, now who knows what insulin does? Say again. Yeah, it helps transport it from our bloodstream into our cells to be used and also to be stored. Okay, now that's great. It's a, it's a very necessary thing. We need to have insulin. But the problem is when our insulin levels are elevated, is our body good at metabolite, good at burning fat or not so good at it? Not so good, okay? So if our insulin levels are chronically elevated, that just means elevated all the time or very, very regularly, okay? Uh, then we store fat, we don't burn fat. Who knows what type two diabetes is? Mm -hmm. Kylie, what is it? Yeah, so, but basically what it is is like uh, extreme insulin resistance. Now, insulin resistance just means you, your body has to produce lots and lots of insulin to have the same effect, okay? Because like caffeine, who remembers the first time they had a coffee and they, were, they really felt it? And then two weeks later you needed three shots and a margarita to get the same effect, <laughs> right? Like, you get resistant to the caffeine, your body gets used to it. So you need to produce more and more and more to have the same effect. Okay, so if you eat a high carbohydrate diet all the time, your body gets used to high levels of insulin, it doesn't become as effective at utilizing it. Does this make sense? So it has to produce what? More. It produces more and more and more. 
and that at first will become insulin resistance and then if it keeps going it becomes type 2 diabetes where you have to produce so much uh, insulin and it's uh, really not good for you and your, your body actually can't use it. Okay? Now, not only does it make you uh, put on fat, but also has a whole bunch of other health uh, factors as well. So if you're insulin resistant, you're going to have higher chances of stroke, cancer, basically anything that can kill you, the chances of it go up. So it's a bad thing, right? Make sense? Okay. So we need to control our insulin. So how do we do that? Who knows? There's three main ways. Kelly. Exercise is one. Yes, what type of exercise is best? Any exercise is good, but there's one type that is best and a second type that is second best. What about if you like, wet yeah. You could do that. That would be the third best. That's cardio. That'd be the third best. Okay? That's the best option if you enjoy uh, wasting lots of time for minimal results. Felicity. <laughs> Weight training is the best. Why? To build muscles, which increases your um, insulin receptors. Yeah, so our insulin receptors are, are in our muscle cells, okay? So we increase our muscle mass, means we have more sites for our body to uptake, utilize the insulin, okay? So we become more insulin sensitive as we grow bigger muscles, okay? Make sense? Cool. What's the second best type of exercise? Apart from lifting weights? High intensity. High intensity is second best. So anything anaerobic, that means just high intensity. Slow stuff that's better than sitting on the couch, but only a little bit. All right, cool. Okay, what's the second way? Simplest way to control your insulin. Kelly, diet. Cool, explain. Yep. Great. Who knows what a GI is? GI Joe? Glycemic index. Glycemic index. All it is is a measurement of how quickly your food affects your blood sugar levels, how quickly it uh, increases your blood sugar levels. So a jelly bean would be high GI, okay? A steak would be low GI. Make sense? A jelly bean steak? Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> but very tasty. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> so, eating lower GI foods because if our blood sugar levels don't spike, we don't produce as much insulin. It's like taking a week off coffee and then having coffee again. You feel the effects much quicker again. Make sense? Okay, we become more receptive to it. Alright? And the third way is still diet related, but is to increase our good fats. Okay? So what is every cell in your body surrounded by? Fat. Fat, okay, a bilayer of fat. It means double, double layer of fat around every, and that's where the insulin receptors live, okay? So uh, you've got to look after their house. So the easiest way to do that is uh, omega-3 supplements, okay? Because you'll get a lot of omega-6, um, if you're eating grains, you'll get omega-6 fats. Uh, if you're eating a lot of vegetables and nuts, you'll get that. But generally, omega-3s are definitely under in most people, too low in most people. Okay? So the simplest way is to take some fish oil tablets. Now, the more fat you've got to lose, the more insulin resistant you're going to be, so the more you should actually take. Um, there's a whole bunch of studies that have actually shown 
60 grams a day is the optimal amount, but that's a lot. Okay, so on the back of a fish oil thing, it'll normally tell you like take two tablets a day or something like that. Uh, I'll, if you've got a fair degree of fat to lose, I will be taking at least 10 caps a day. Okay, so get in and make sure you get the one that's odorless. So you don't, <laughs> don't get the fish burps. Yeah. Okay, because you could eat it from, you know, tuna and salmon and those kind of things, but you just got to be a little bit mindful, especially tuna. If you eat like a boatload of tuna, what could be the problem? Yeah, mercury, yeah. Yeah, cool, okay. All right, this makes sense? We all know what insulin is, we know what glycemic index is, and we know how to fix it up, okay? So food, number one, training, number two. Okay. Number two, sleep better. Do we say sleep longer or do we say sleep better? Sometimes you might need to sleep longer for some of us, but some of us just need to actually sleep better. Okay, what does better mean? Um, so, quality, yeah, that is what it means, yep. <laughs> so, specifically, what is, how do we sleep better? Going to sleep at the same time every night is very uh, critical, yes. But not always possible for everyone, right? Uh, but you do your best to try and stay as close as possible. Yeah, uh, definitely. How else? Kylie? No, like, environment. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Totally. Quiet, dark is really important. So something as simple as make sure your phone's turned upside down so it doesn't light up. Um, you got the little aircon light, put a little bit of electrical tape over it or something. If you've got one of those alarm clocks that glows, probably chuck it out the window and get a new one. <laughs> it doesn't glow. Yes, sir. Oh, good question, my friend. So. <laughs> You have a phobia of the dark. Well, <laughs> then, then, just, <laughs> I've never had this question before. It's a great question. Does anyone have any ideas? Um, I would, I would face that phobia head on and Turn off the lights and uh, go to sleep because <laughs> once you get good at that, you won't be afraid of it anymore. Cool? <laughs> Kerry? That's a good idea, yeah, good idea. So you can have some dim lights, not too bright, but you can have dim lights and you could have sleeping mask. So if you get too scared or something, or if you hear a noise, you could take it off and you could check, oh cool, boogeyman's not there, and then put them back on. Cool? That's a great tip. Maybe you could get those glasses tinted a bit. Oh, nice, nice. Okay, cool. Okay, Tash. Mm. Yeah, that's right. So, who knows what melatonin is? One of those things you get on your cut out of your arm. Yeah. <laughs> it's melanoma. So melatonin is a sleep hormone. Okay. 
So uh, when it gets dark, our melatonin increases. Okay, that's how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to get sleepy at night time. But what do we do at night time? Turn the lights on. Right? It's like right again. Oh, it's daytime still. Uh, but then the blue light from uh, screens, computers, TVs, that affects your melatonin more than like a normal house light will. So reduce the time that you spend on that as you get closer to bed. Okay, what else? To go along with that, is it, it's not just um, screen time. But it's stress time. So, in other words, the worst thing you could do would be be on your phone or computer doing work emails or in a meeting at night time. Okay? Occasionally you have to maybe have meetings at night time. But I used to do that all the time and meet with our Indian guys and it'll be like 7.30, 8 o'clock at night and I'll be meeting. Oh, ah, bloody world's ending over there. And then you're up until 11, 12 o'clock, right, and everything's thrown out. So now I just have a new rule, no meetings after. 5.30 is my last meeting. So if they want me in India, they've got to do it in the morning and just be more organised, right? Does that make sense? So organising your schedule so that you don't have too much mentally draining stuff at night time. Mm, cool, so if you're checking your emails and stuff before bed, probably not good. Even if you're still getting to bed at a good hour and you, maybe you're still falling asleep, there's a good chance you're not getting into the deeper stages of sleep. Okay? If we keep waking up throughout the night, it means you're not getting in the deeper stages of sleep. Why is it important to get into the deep stages? Your muscles repair, absolutely. Why else? Who knows what cortisol is? Stress hormone. Stress hormone, okay. So uh, cortisol is at its... Uh, one of the functions of cortisol is to keep you awake. So if you're stressed, is it a good idea to be awake or, would, or a good idea to be asleep? So if your village was about to get invaded, you want to be awake, right? So that's why our body produces stress hormone, so we can protect ourselves and whatnot. Okay? Um, so uh, that is at its lowest in the deepest of sleeps, okay, and typically for most people it's going to be at midnight is when your cortisol levels will get to the lowest, okay. So if you're not getting either good sleep or good hours of sleep, your cortisol levels will never drop to a nice point where your body can actually recover, okay. Why is that bad? If your cortisol is chronically high, stress hormone chronically high, what's it going to do to you? Yeah, definitely. Um, makes you retain fat yep. the internal organs. Yep, especially your belly. Yep. So if you see, uh, mostly happens in men, but women too, what we call a beer belly here, okay? That if it's out of proportion with the rest of their body, 99% chance their cortisol levels are chronically high. They probably drink consistently at night times, uh, or whenever, during the day. Don't get enough sleep, probably have too much caffeine, etc. So the cortisol levels never drop. Make sense? Hmm. Cool. Uh, it also causes inflammation, right? So you'll get joint pains if your cortisol levels are, are high all the time. Okay? You get injured more often. You won't be able to sleep as well. Will you be a nice person? Or a grumpy person? Yeah. You'll end up like Jordan, grumpy all the time. <laughs> Highly strung, look at him, he's stressed out all the time. 
All right, so it's really super important, okay? So um, another one, like most of us have heard all those things, don't look at your phone, but we do it anyway, <laughs> or yeah. Um, go to sleep at the same time, but we, we never do. Um, however, there's one simple thing that can make a big difference, and it sounds airy-fairy, but studies have shown its effectiveness, is just to stop before you go to bed and write down three things that you're grateful for. Okay, who's ever done that before? Cool. How'd you feel afterwards? Stressed or kind of good? good. Kind of relaxed, good, okay? It lowers our stress hormone, okay? Enables you to get to sleep. Because if your brain's overactive, you're not gonna get to sleep very well, right? Uh, if you have a bright idea, does anyone have bright ideas the second they go to bed? Every day? Like, <laughs> thousand ideas. Text message, everyone, hey, we gotta do this tomorrow. Um, <laughs> instead of letting them swing around in your head, what could you do? Yeah. Write it down. Write it down, or, you know, uh, best if you can write it on a pad, but if not, if your phone's there, just quickly open up a task for tomorrow and write it in. So then you're like, great, I'm not going to forget, I can relax now. Cool? Okay. So, sleep better. Um, you can try something I've done when I, if I'm really struggling to sleep, when you get the really stressful times, uh, is a quick five or ten minute meditation app you can do just to help relax you. Um, I also like to have a bit of a stretch. Like if you're really stiff and sore, like it's not a great state to go to sleep in. You're just not feeling relaxed, you're feeling tight. For me, I carry all my tension up in my shoulders and lower back. So if I get the trigger ball, if you've never used one, one of the trainers will show you. But I'll trigger ball my upper back and just relax and trigger ball my glutes and I'll feel 10 times more relaxed. Okay? Another one that's been, that's just, that's just bro science, that's just what I do and that helps. But the real science um, has shown, um, what's the word? Um, decompression of the spine. Okay, so you know how there's like these special moon boots you can hang from a chin-up bar upside down like a bat? Decompresses the spine. Uh, or you could simply, if you're lucky enough to have a chin-up bar or something you can hold off on at home, you can just let your weight sink in it like that, you might feel click, click, click. But when we're walking around all day, gravity's pushing us to the ground all the time, our spine becomes compressed. You can also grab a foam roll. If you don't have a foam roller at home, it's just such a simple thing to do. So this before bed is just helps you feel great and relax, but also science has shown that it actually helps you sleep better. It's called decompression of the spine. And all you're going to do is literally, you can just lie back over it. Okay, you might get a click, 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 and you can roll up and down it. Okay, and all you're doing is allowing your vertebrae of your spine, okay, but in between each vertebrae of your spine, there's a little sack of fluid, which is like a shock absorber, right? So all you're allowing is some space to come back in there. Does this make sense? Okay, and you'll feel relaxed, so mentally, uh, that's great, but also uh, your body will be more relaxed and you'll be able to get to sleep a little bit better. Okay, simple little things, yeah? Okay, we better get cracking because we're running out of time. Number three is... Build body steak. Alright. Build muscle. Why is building muscle great? And we say it doesn't take any extra work. For some of you guys, it just means a little bit more emphasis 
instead of on other things, right? Um, so we're all doing the exercise, we're all working hard. But why does building muscle help us get better results when it comes to body composition? In other words, fat loss. Correct, and the reason behind that is twofold, okay? We already spoke about one of them, which is increasing your insulin sensitivity, all right? More muscle means you're more sensitive to insulin, which means you don't have to produce as much insulin, which means insulin levels are lower, which means your body's more efficient at burning fat. Make sense? Cool. Everyone write that, did everyone follow? Write it all down, yeah? Uh, <laughs> and the other reason is because of your metabolic rate. What's the metabolic rate? Yeah, so the amount of energy you burn while it rests. Okay, so while you're sitting there, you're burning energy. While you're sleeping, you're burning energy. If you could increase the amount of energy you burn every minute of every day of every year, is that going to have a significant impact? Yes? What is fat? Body fat is? Stored energy. Yeah, so if you've got a bit of extra body fat, you're just what we call an energetic person. Okay? You've got lots of energy <laughs> waiting to be released into the world. So, uh, <laughs> congratulations, you're an energetic person. Um, by every, every little bit of extra muscle we have requires energy to live. It's a living tissue, okay? So our metabolic rate increases. We burn more energy every minute, every day, even while you're asleep. Who wants to burn more energy while they sleep? Cool. Try shadow box. <laughs> Alright, simple? Alright, cool. Uh, and by the way, I know it's top five tips, but I actually come up with six tips, so I hope you don't mind. Um, it's a bit of false advertising. Number four is experiment. Too often I think we get stuck in our ways, or we see, oh, this diet's working for Kim Kardashian. The big booty diet must work great, <laughs> but it might not work well for you, okay? So you need to experiment and find what works for you. Daily routines is where results happen, okay? So do most people think to themselves, what's one thing I can do every single day to get great results? Or do most people say, what's one thing I can do to change my life that I will be so super easy? Where's my magic pill? Does that make sense? Most people look for the magic pill, right? However, real results and lasting results are always going to be in your daily rituals. If you exercise every day and you eat well every day, are you going to be fit and strong? Yeah, if you sit on the couch every day, are you going to be really good at uh, knowing what's on TV? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so try little things, okay? Read stuff, or you, know, you, you see something, give it a try, see if it works for you. Maybe it doesn't. But if you are not where you want to be, what you're doing is not magically just gonna start getting different results tomorrow. You actually need to try some stuff, change some stuff. Make sense? That could be something as simple as like trying the gratitude love. Wow, that really works, okay? Uh, it could be as something as changing up your morning breakfast. Okay, lots of little things. This next one can uh, tie into that as well. Change your what? Starts with E and ends in environment. 
Change your environment. Go to the rainforest. No, uh, what does environment mean? What you surround yourself with, yeah. So, uh, have you got different thoughts going through your mind sitting in a group like this than you would have if you were sitting on the smoker's deck at the Belvedere? Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so, you're, you're in a different environment, okay? So, <laughs> I don't know, I've never actually stood out there, but... Um, Jake will tell us what it's like. <laughs> Similar characters. You're like, yeah, I've seen these guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, so, um, but if you have certain thoughts, okay, every thought is going to lead you to a certain behaviour, right, or an action. Action's going to lead you to what? Results. Yeah. Feel free to call it out next time, Beth. I have to whisper it. Just in case I'm wrong, I'll just whisper. <laughs> if I'm right, I'll get the code. All right. <laughs> change your environment. So, what are some ways we can change our environment to improve our thoughts? One would be come to boot camp, right? Who's ever thought, oh, I'll do a workout at home and it'll be awesome? <laughs> and then nothing, whatever happened to that workout? Oh, no. Kids. TV's on. Can't do it. Um, how else can we change our environment? Surround yourself with people that you um, are aiming to work towards. Like, yeah. if you're planning to be um, improve your fitness, yeah. surround yourself with Totally, yeah, it's called modelling. If you want to become more wealthy, hang out with wealthier people. Okay, if you want to become more poor, hang out with poor people. They'll teach you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Do you want to hang out with, uh, you want to become a jerk, hang out with jerks. If you want to have a better relationship, go and find people with great relationships, find out what they do. Alright, if you want to become healthier, hang out with healthy people. Um, who hangs out with Nova 106.9 whenever they drive around or insert radio station here? Yeah, how could we improve that? Yeah, that's right. Yes. Bonus points for Scott. Nice. You didn't hear it, you said listen to the podcast. But say there's a bit of a gap in between podcast episodes and you'd already listened to them all five times each. <laughs> what else could you listen to? Audio books, yeah. So if you wanted to learn more about finances, or investing money. What kind of audio books could you listen to? Ones about gardening or? Yeah. <laughs> I can start a gardening business. That'll help me with my <laughs> So, listen to people who have literally spent 30, 40 years their whole careers in that industry and helping people with that. And they've wrote, written a book that you can listen to in five or six hours with all their best stuff. You can become an expert in property investing in a few weeks of driving around in your car. Seriously, don't laugh at me. <laughs> okay, but do most people do that? So most people, right, and say, oh, I'm going to buy a house. And if you ask them, great. How many seminars have you been to about buying a house? Or, oh, I'm going to renovate a house and make money because my mate did it. Cool. 
How many seminars have you been to? How many books have you read about that? How many experts have you spoken to? You can literally get in the top 10% of most things by talking to a few people. Okay, to, to know what they're talking about. How do you know if someone knows what they're talking about? <laughs> by the way? <laughs> yeah, sometimes it can be debatable. Kylie? That's a good way to get conned by someone if you just yeah. rely on that. <laughs> it starts with R. Results, yeah. So if someone's uh, telling you how to become an Olympic gold medalist at kayaking, great. How many kayakers do you train currently? All right, what do you know about kayaking? Oh, you're sitting in the boat, don't you? And you paddle, paddle, paddle. Uh, get, find someone with results, right? So uh, if you want to finding the best personal trainer, it's like before and afters work, right? Well, we help this, these 20 people achieve these great results. Oh, that person must know what they're talking about. Or you turn up to a session and there's a bunch of people around here, Oh, these other people do it, so it must be good. Right? Social proof. Find someone with some proof. Don't just listen to what they say, watch what they do. Cool. Change your environment. So, listen to books, go to seminars, listen to podcasts. Actually, podcast to. The Positive Existence Podcast to. All right. <laughs> And last one, because we're running out of time, is really simple. What you eat before and after your workout has a great impact on your results. So a few simple changes for most people can improve your results very quickly. Who knows what kind of foods we should eat before a workout? Cool, low GI carbs, that means slow, release carbohydrates, or what people might call complex carbohydrates. Cool. Examples. Oats. Plus cereal? No. But good guess, good guess. Uh, but most cereals, no. Um, most cereals are very highly processed and they'll get absorbed very quickly by your bloodstream which makes them high GI. Cool. So if it comes in a box, probably best to avoid most of the time. Nine times out of ten. What else? Rice. Yeah, brown rice in particular, black rice. White rice will be higher. It's not like you're one or the other, it's a spectrum, right? So brown rice, black rice might be here, brown rice might be here, white rice might be here, jelly beans might be here. <laughs> jelly beans aren't classed as rice, okay? <laughs> Even though they're not like big colourful rice beans, <laughs> all right? So that tuna and rice you've been having? It's actually tuna and jelly beans. <laughs> all right, hey Nick. Everyone say hey Nick. Hey Nick. All right. Since Nick's here, that means we've got three and a half minutes left. So, um, what were we talking about? Ah, complex jelly beans. <laughs> complex jelly beans. Mm. Complex jelly beans. Yeah. They're a tough one to figure out. Hence the name. 
Um, what else? Uh, yeah, so vegetables will have uh, smaller, depending on the vegetable, but smaller amounts of complex carbs. But yeah, definitely good. Uh, what else do we need apart from complex carbs? There's two other things. Protein, absolutely. Okay, we all know our protein foods by now. Eggs, meats. That's about it, right? That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> protein shake and the other thing we need is fats good healthy fats cool why do we want healthy fats in our pre-workout meal healthy fats and we do not want uh, high GI carbs why why do we want fats and we don't want high GI carbs it's the same reason yeah so when insulin levels are high fat burning is low Okay, so we don't want to elevate our insulin before a workout. Does this make sense? Okay, so uh, fat slows down the digestion of food, okay, which means we have a, a duller or a slower insulin response, okay, and the low GI carbs give us sustained energy without the insulin spike. Make sense? Yes? Great. Okay, cool. And after the workout, if your goal is fat loss, what should you have? Protein. What kind of protein? Whey. Whey. <laughs> Whey protein in what? In water. Not cow water, just normal water. Okay. Uh, and if our goal was muscle gain, assuming that we weren't trying to shed too much body fat. Okay, if you're trying to gain muscle and burn body fat as well, you would stick with the water and protein. But if you're Jordan and you wanted to put on 10 kilos of muscle, if you were Jordan, you'd be, first of all, you'd be pretty happy with yourself. And then second of all, you'd be saying, well, I need to build my guns up a bit, right? <laughs> so how am I going to do that? What am I going to add to my post-workout nutrition in that situation? Bit of carbs, yeah. Cool. Why? <laughs> yeah, replace the black. So, if you have carbs in your post-workout nutrition, you're going to speed up your recovery process, okay? Because when you work out intensely, you deplete the glycogen stores, which is the stored glucose in your muscles and liver, okay? So, uh, you're not going to recover quite as quickly without the carbs post-workout, but it is going to be more beneficial to your fat loss goals. Does this make sense? So if, for example, you this week decided to train twice a day, then you could certainly, and I would recommend you add a bit of carbs into your post-workout, assuming they were intense workouts, okay? Or if you're training for a specific goal, but if fat loss is your goal, just keep it simple. Water, whey, protein. What's the best type of protein on the whole world? Yes! That protein. Okay, there are top five things which are actually six things. Did everyone get at least one thing that they can go and try and work on? Whether it's read a book or take some fish oils or get bigger guns, whatever it is. Cool. We've got time for two questions. Do you have a question? Oh, you learned one thing. Perfect, perfect. Okay, you've got time for two questions. One, two. Yeah, yeah. Okay, new question. I've got a question. 
I'll come up with two questions for myself. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, first question is, what's the one thing that you're taking out of this that you're going to go and implement? I want you to write it down, put a big circle around it, and then we're going to sing out and we'll get a few ideas because you might get an idea of somebody else. Okay, who's got a one thing? They're going to implement. That means you are going to do it. And if you don't do it, then you're giving me permission to throw this pen at you next time I see you. Listen. Um, fish oil tablets. Cool. Fish oil tablets. Great. Kerry? Um, cool. Before bed. Great. Or any time, but before bed as well. Tash? Stretch before bed. Yeah, it can be like two, three minutes. Right? I, I don't do it every day, but last night I definitely did it because I was a bit stiff and sore and it just totally helps. Okay, who else? Leah? Um, this TV. Cool, especially before bed? Great, so I think the bachelor's over now, so you should be here. <laughs> okay for a while. Jordan? Yeah, I'm always avoid blue light. Avoid blue light. The only blue light you should allow your eyes to see before bed is one of these shirts, right? <laughs> Hanging up in your wardrobe, getting ready for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, two more. What are you going to get done, Cypri? Uh, change my training. Cool. Uh, more muscle focus. We were talking about the other day, yeah. Cool, cool. Need to work on those squats a bit. A few more squats while I look at you. <laughs> Alright, what else? One more. Rochelle. Cool, cool, cool. What up? Cool. Who had fish oil? Right. Added benefits: it makes you a better swimmer and helps you breathe underwater. Okay. So just if you now you'll be able to do those laps underwater and you'll get twice as fast. All right, guys, we got to wrap up. Thanks very much, everyone, for sticking around. And what we need to do, uh, Dream Team, is we.